Welcome and good morning. It is March 3rd, 2023. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. I am uh, filling in for Mr. Reed, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Lawn Associates and Freedom Traffic Law, located at 2847 South Inger Mill Road, Unit C-101. Open Monday through Friday, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs. Uh, we just had uh, two segments uh, about the uh, school board and what happened on Tuesday, and then uh, we had our guests uh, Kelly Byrne and um, and uh, Steve McCoskey on. Appreciate them uh, joining us. Uh, the rest of the hour is yours. Uh, feel free to give us a call here in the studio. Text line four four seven five seven four three. Uh, but before we uh, delve into the meat, let's have uh, some news. We'll be right KTTS back. breaking news, continuing coverage. About 150 customers still without power in Springfield this morning. City utilities crews have been working to restore power. The main areas affected have been along Chestnut Expressway between Benton and Highway 65 and along National between Traffic Way and Division. The College of the Ozarks has asked the Supreme Court to take up a case of gender identity and dorm rooms. The small Christian school does not allow women and men to share dorm rooms or showers. But the Department of Housing and Urban Development's non-discrimination rules requires it to do so, even if it's a religious school. Legal fights over gender are popping up all over the country. A Catholic bookstore in Jacksonville, Florida, is suing the city over its expanded human rights ordinance requiring businesses use customers' preferred pronouns. Since 2021, the Biden administration has directed federal agencies to enforce rules prohibiting sex discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. HUD, the Department of Education, even the Food and Drug Administration have been involved in the ideological bouts, which puts thousands of religious schools in the crosshairs. Fox's Lauren Green reporting. And KTTS News will be at the Battlefield Mall tomorrow for the ninth annual Severe Weather Expo. It'll be right in front of the entrance to J.C. Penney from 10 until 1. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk. The KTTS First Alert forecast brought to you by Navant Employee Benefits That Work. Uh, today we're under a flood watch until noon for counties along and south of I-44. We've got a wind advisory tomorrow for Douglas, Ozark, Taney, and Wright counties. Uh, today we're uh, rainy, high of 48 degrees, wind chill at 30. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 33. Uh, Saturday for your weekend, we're looking at sunny, high of 59, wind chill of 29. Sunday, mostly sunny and windy, high of 68 degrees. Monday, to start off your work week, we're mostly sunny, a high of 70 degrees. Into Tuesday, we turn mostly cloudy, chance of rain, a high of 53 degrees. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain, high of 50. Then Thursday, we get the sun back, mostly sunny, chance of rain, high of 44. Back to you, Kyle. Thank you, Houston. Uh it was um, an interesting week of um, testimony there in D.C. I don't know if you have tuned in. Uh, it, it's definitely a, a, a worth a watch. Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, was uh, questioned this uh, past Wednesday in the Senate. And I, and I tell you what... Uh, Senator Josh Hawley, I think, uh, does a fantastic job of uh, interrogating uh, witnesses, uh, asking them the, the, the tough questions, not letting go. Obviously, Senator Ted Cruz, a uh, another expert uh, at uh, question. You know, there's a thing, you know, being an attorney and having a career as, as a lawyer, 
has certain advantages in, in, in the political world, and, and, and many of that uh, comes to just knowing how to uh, formulate a question uh, and to get and to maximize uh, the response. Uh, and, and, and both Cruz and Holly, uh, both uh, attorneys, uh, are experts at, at that. And, and you would need to be when, you, when the witness in the hot seat is uh, themselves uh, an attorney, a lawyer, a former judge, uh, Merrick Garland. You might remember him as Obama's last appointment uh, to the Supreme Court uh, when uh, Justice uh, Scalia passed away unexpectedly. And uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, again, uh, not many things you can be proud of, not many things you can uh, say, well, well, he did good. Uh, at least on this front, he did well uh, by uh, refusing to take a, a, an up-and-down vote uh, for the seat uh, of Justice Scalia. Uh, and so Mayor Garland did not get his day in the Senate, nor did he get the confirmation. Uh, that fell to President Trump uh, after the 2016 election. Uh, but anyway, you have to be you have to be pretty smart, pretty sharp. And there are so many injustices that we see going on in, in, in around our around our country. And it makes you scratch your head uh, as, 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 a, as a patriot. Like, how is this? How is this possible? How is it that uh, these pregnancy crisis centers, uh, you know what those are? Those are those are places for. For, for especially young women uh, who, who find themselves in an unexpected pregnancy, uh, as opposed to uh, aborting the child, murdering this unborn uh, human, uh, these crisis pregnancy centers provide alternatives, support, help, uh, you know, adoption, uh, so many different things that these, do, these, these centers do. Uh, for young women, and, and, and not just during the term of the pregnancy, but even afterwards, serves many great things. And you compare that to those praying outside of these uh, pro-choice facilities, right? Um, and 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 the type of prosecutorial discretion Merrick Garland has been showing regarding these two different entities. We'll talk about that after the break. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Senate committee had an opportunity to question Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, about the discrepancies that they're, they're noticing on uh, who, he, who he prosecutes. Uh, you know, you have... Uh, like I said, the vandalism, the the arson, the destruction of these uh, pregnancy crisis center, uh, nearly no prosecutions, nearly no prosecution. Meanwhile, if you pray outside of a, a, a Planned Parenthood uh, or pro-abortion clinic, uh, you will uh, receive the full force of the FBI attack on you. Um, and uh, Josh Hawley, Senator Hawley, cited the case of Mark Hook, uh, the Catholic father of seven, uh, who was recently acquitted in January of federal assault charges over an altercation outside of a Philadelphia abortion clinic. Hook was arrested at gunpoint in front of his terrified family in an FBI raid. Now, mind you, 
the, the, the Philadelphia and Pennsylvania refused, declined to file any charges on him. Nothing. What happened was they were outside praying outside of an abortion clinic. Some Yahoo gets in his 12-year-old's face, starts trying to, to, to yell and scream at him. The father goes to the aid of his child, pushes the guy away from his 12-year-old boy. That's, that's it. That's the facts. Nothing else hidden there. No spin, no whatever. No one decides to prosecute. Ah, but Mayor Garland, nope. We're going to send an FBI raid. This was the case where a Catholic pro-life demonstrator, a father, was accused of disorderly conduct in front of an abortion center. The Philadelphia DA, who is a Democrat, very progressive, declined to prosecute, Holly said. There was a private suit that got dismissed. Then, after all that, your Justice Department sat or sent between 20 and 30 agents in the early morning hours to the Hulk residence to arrest this guy after he had offered to turn himself in voluntarily. Did you hear that? He had offered... I'll just turn myself in, you know, avoid any of this drama, whatever. No, not good enough for Garland, not good enough for Biden, not good enough for the Democrats. Garland said the FBI uh, disagreed with that description of the raid. So Holly got out an easel and displayed a blown up photo of fearsome looking FBI agents with long guns, ballistic shields and bulletproof vests. Why did you send a SWAT-style team to this guy's house when everyone else had declined to prosecute and he had offered to turn himself in? Garland said the local FBI made a decision on the ground that was safest and easiest. Hawley then displayed a photo of the Hawk family in their Sunday best. Let's take a look at this hardened criminals that your Justice Department sent those armed agents to go terrorize that morning. Here they are at mass. Here's the seven children with Mr. Hawk and his wife. Uh, the children were screaming. They feared for their lives when the FBI came. Do you think it was objectively reasonable to send 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize the Hawks? Garland said the FBI disputed how many agents, just like, you know, the, the school board thing. Well, I didn't say all, he said most. The agents who were there and what their role was. Holly wasn't fooled. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children, and then you haul him into court and a jury acquits him in one hour. It's a disgrace. That was just one aspect of that meeting. You should tune into that. Hey, we got Pat on the line. Let's talk about our school board. Pat, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thank you for having those school board members on. I was at the meeting Tuesday night. I'm at the meetings often. I speak often. Um, They have a real challenge. You you can see that. What you're talking about prior, our government by the people and for the people, I guess, is gone because people are not interested. I'm just opening up my laptop here reading the news misleader. Front page, Thomas Tate rebukes calls to resign by some watchdog group. Most people, majority of the people, don't. I don't take the paper anymore. I mean, it doesn't amount to anything. I do read it online. Right. Uh, Claudette Riley was there Tuesday night, covered it. But the headlines that came out the next day was Muhammad Comedy ousted mm-hmm. as if she were taken off the board. Of course, most people wouldn't see that. Most people don't see the paper. But anyway, long story short, there are so many problems with our school board. Kelly and Steve and <clears throat> Mary Ann had their challenges as they just said that. If we don't wake up Springfield and get some board members on here that will vote with them, that was an outrage what happened Tuesday night. And 
what they did, what I haven't seen covered, the parking lot was full. I'm sure Kelly and Steve knew that. It was full of parents from the Springfield School District who are upset because their pay structure has been changed, and rightly so. I have talked to board members, and in speaking at the meeting, we have so much administration that makes so many poor decisions. This thing where they restructured their pay, some program they bought, I don't know. I mean, this was not covered in the paper, and there were, I think, probably a 100 of those paras there. They need an answer to that as to what's going to happen. And, and of course, with what was going on with, uh, with the situation that, that Marianne was involved in, but that is so minor compared with the other things that are going on. If we don't get, I, I'm hoping that somebody's checking that what happened Tuesday night. And Danielle, I have seen her sit at meetings. If I don't go, I watch it online. She never says anything. You never know she has an interest in educating the children of Springfield. You never know she has a thought. But yet she came up with this big idea that got on the agenda. And I know personally from talking to board members, it's <laughs> Excuse me. It's very hard to get on the agenda so that they can make a decision like that. Anyway, I'm really wound up on that. We have the school board I candidates that are running. If they have anything to do with pri- our teachers are excellent in Springfield, Missouri. Why the NEA supports Bruner and Thomas Tate. <clears throat> excuse me. I do not know. It has to be changed. The teachers are not happy. The teachers are excellent. Yet they support these candidates that are going to keep going on business as usual. Mm-hmm. Therefore, just, and I can't even think of the names now. Cal, um, I'm sorry, I don't even think of the names that I support. Chad was there. I didn't see the other uh, school board candidate. But you don't have to be in that to to be aware of what's going on. It's online. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Chad Rollins but anyway, and Amanda McCarter. Yeah. Yes, yes. If we could get, and the chances uh the uh, so-called thinking they are elite of Springfield that are going to go out and vote for continuing the same thing. Judy Bruner was the, I don't know her personally. She's probably a very fine person, was a very fine teacher, was a halftime principal at Central. It's just continuation of the same. And I just hope we can get people out there. I'll be working to try to get those other two um, school board candidates. We're going to need your help, Pat. We're going to need your help and everybody else's help uh, to get the word out. Uh, this election, April 4th, is going to be very important. But we got to take a break here. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. Springfield's Talk 1041 is always just an app away. Download the KSGF app and listen live or catch what you missed on KSGF Mornings with Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Next on the agenda was the Intelligence Memorandum issued by the FBI field office in Richmond, Virginia, on January 23rd. Did you hear about this? Advocating the exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against traditionalist Catholics. I just uh, recently had Ash Wednesday. Um, what's, the, what's the beef with uh, going after the Catholic? I thought old Joey was a, was a, was a God-fearing Catholic. Uh, why would he put up with that? Uh, so the exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against traditional Catholics, including those who favor the Latin mass. Garland said he was appalled by the memo and it had been withdrawn, but he didn't know how it was written or why the far left Southern Poverty Law Center was its source. 
nor did he have an answer when Senator Hawley asked, how many informants do you have in Catholic churches across America? Isn't that something? I, I am I am just bad. I, when I was reading this article and, and watching the hearings, I'm like, what's a, what's the deal with the Catholics? I, 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 I did not ever, you know, figure them as a, uh, a group of terrorists or, or, or anti-American. Uh, but the Biden administration, uh, they sure have their hankles up uh, about these Catholics. Uh, Garden, Garland must have known questions about these FBI scandals were coming and yet had not bothered to acquaint himself with any of the circumstances, nor did he apologize take responsibility, or admit wrongdoing by his department. You're advocating responsibility, raged uh, Senator Hawley. You are the Attorney General of the United States. You are in charge of the Justice Department, and yes, you are responsible. But Garland and his political goons in the DOJ and the FBI don't care about tongue lashing on the Capitol Hill, and they don't. They don't care. I mean, what are you going to do to me? What you, I mean, what difference does it make? There were Secretary Clinton hearings about what happened in Benghazi. What difference does it make how they died, why they died? We need actions, not words, as good as they are from Republicans. That's why elections matter, folks. You know, we, we try to do a good job here in southwest Missouri. We, we elected... Uh, Congressman Eric Burleson, a strong conservative, uh, to be our voice in D.C. Uh, we elected uh, Steve McCoskey and Kelly Byrne to the school board, Dr. M, a year before that. Uh, we were, we're waking up, but but ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the fight is not over. The The challenge uh, is not complete. We, we have to keep going uh, because you have these these in, injustices that, that take place. Uh, example, Ted Cruz, when he was questioning, it was his turn to talk to, to attorney Eric Garland, Merrick Garland. Uh, he was pointing out there's legislation out there. We have laws uh, and, and laws should matter. Uh, the left picks and choose which laws uh, they're going to enforce or which ones they're going to observe. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz ex- uh, excorated the attorney general's extraordinary uh, inaction inaction over the past 10 months as pro-abortion protesters have harassed Supreme Court justice at their homes in the wake of the leaked Dobbs decision. You guys remember that? We'll talk about that right after the break. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. KTTS First Alert Forecast brought to you by St. Clair of the Ozarks. We've got a flood watch today until noon for counties along and south of I-44. Wind advisory tomorrow for Douglas, Ozark, Taney, and Wright counties. Today we're rainy, high of 48 degrees with a wind chill at 30. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 33 degrees. Saturday for your weekend, we're sunny, a high of 59, wind chill about 29 degrees. Sunday, mostly sunny and windy, high of 68. And then to start your work week Monday, we're mostly sunny, high of 70. Back to you, Kyle. Thank you, Houston. You remember someone leaked a draft of the Dobbs v. Jackson 
opinion, ruling. Uh, still have never found out who the leaker was. Isn't that something? A year later, no idea. No idea who who leaked it, who uh, broke precedent. Uh, but boy, was that something. Uh, Dobbs' uh, opinion uh, gets uh, reported, broadcasted out, published. And uh, those on the left were pulling their hair, screaming, crying. You'd almost thought Trump won another election. Uh, and then something disturbing took place. Supreme Court justices are United States Supreme Court justices, at least those who were on the right. Homes being protested at, families being terrorized, children being ridiculed. Senator Cruz questions Merrick Garland and states, when rioters descended on the homes of six Supreme Court justices, night after night after night, you did nothing. The department did nothing when extremist groups like Ruth sent us and Jane's Revenge openly organized campaigns of harassment at the homes of justices. When the same group posted online information about where the justices worship or their home addresses or where their kids went to school, you again sat on your hands. Your failure to act to protect the safety of the justices and their families was an obvious product of political bias. You agree with Roe v. Wade. You disagree with the Dobbs decision. And the Department of Justice under this president was perfectly happy to refuse to enforce the law and allow threats of violence. Now, what... Senator Cruz is referring to is a federal law under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507, which states that uh, it is a crime to uh, protest to uh, to in front of judges or or justices' homes for the purpose of um, trying to influence. Under the statute, obstruction of justice means interfering, impeding, or attempting to influence court officials, witnesses, jurors, or judges in the course of discharging their duties in the justice uh, system. It's a crime. Whoever, with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administrative of justice, or with intent of influencing any judge. That would be a justice, Supreme Court justice. Pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States, or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, jury, witnesses, or court officer or with such intent uses any sound truck or similar device 
or resorts to any other demonstration in or near any such building. And you refer back to what building are they talking about. It could be any of these buildings where the, the justice can be found or in their residence home. Shall be fined under the statute or imprisoned. Not more than one year or both. Combination of both. Four weeks after the leaked Dobbs decision, 26-year-old Nicholas Roski was arrested with a gun outside Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home. You see, nobody was arrested out there picketing and demonstrating outside the justice's home. No, the Biden administration was A-OK, hunky-dory with this form of crime. They agreed with it. They agreed these justices should be terrorized. And so, given enough time, one of these lunatics took it to the next level with the intent to murder Brett Kavanaugh and his family. That's all right. He said that he came there to kill Justice Kavanaugh because he was enraged by the leaked opinion, said Senator Cruz. Now, of course, you are prosecuting that individual for attempted murder. But but did you bring even a single case against any of the protesters threatening the justice under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507? Or did the Department of Justice decide this law doesn't apply if it is harassing justice for an opinion that we don't like? Garland eventually admitted there had been no such case against protesters, to his knowledge. Now, when you watch the video of this hearing, uh, you'll see that when asked, and, and, and Senator Cruz asked multiple times, that if it was true, that calls for a yes or no response. Is it true? Yes or no? Attorney General Garland wanted to talk about, well, I sent, I did the unprecedented decision of sending 70 uh, U.S. Marshals out to protect these homes. Great. Uh, that's not the question. The question was, did you prosecute any of these people that were breaking the law? And why not? Now, Garland wanted to blame the local law enforcement, not him. Isn't that interesting? Talk about that after the break. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Many of you have been uh, texting in uh, asking for the uh, link to the uh, school board meeting that was posted on YouTube. You can go on to the uh, uh, KSGF uh, webpage, Facebook page, I guess. You can uh, hit a link, uh, and you'll find uh, a, uh, a link there to the, the school board meeting. And it, it, it's a little bit of length to it, uh, but uh, definitely uh, worth a view. And, 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 you know, you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it type of deal. Uh, so... Uh, it's definitely uh, something that we got to take an interest in. It's our, it's our children. It's our community. It's important. Um, 
Senator Cruz continued on with Attorney General Garland. You know, Garland tried to hide behind the fact that, well, you see, uh, I sent U.S. Marshals uh, since no one uh, arrested anybody. uh, What can I do? Now, I would imagine that, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty pretty keen up on, on how the government works now. We got to see four years of President Trump and four years of him being maligned by our government, by those in the, the bureaucracies, right, the, the deep state, what they would like to call it. Uh, you know, you would think as president of the United States, you have authority and ability to, to uh, get th- certain things done. Uh, but those who have been in the government for years and years and years, lifetime bureaucrats, they have the ability to slow walk things because they know they can outlast you. Well, you can only serve in, at most in a year term. I'm going to be here long after that. Uh, so don't you worry. I'll just take care of everything. And we also saw a government that was perfectly fine and willing to spy on a presidential nominee and a president, a government that was perfectly fine with the idea of covering up scandals that were perpetrated by the Democrat Party, i.e. Hunter Biden's laptop, Joe Biden's uh, influence peddling. The FBI knew, knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. It was not Russian disinformation. Yet, The FBI did nothing. No correction to the news media, to Leslie Stahl. Remember that interview, 60 Minutes, with President Trump? Oh, we're not going to get into that, Mr. President. That's not that been validated by anybody. It's been actually uh, talked about by 20 other smart people, experts in the industry, and they said it's all false. Yeah. Yeah, these intelligence experts that uh, Joe Biden pushed out there and the media uh, propped up. Come to find out, they they even looked at the laptop. They don't know anything about it. The FBI could have spoke up. Could have. Should have. So we know that the government knows how to take orders. So somebody was directing the FBI not to disclose, not to correct the record. So imagine, if you would, the same... 70 U.S. Marshals could have been very well instructed that you will just keep the peace, but you will not arrest. You will not stop. You will not disperse. You will just watch. And so Garland hides behind the fact that none of these people that work for him arrest anybody. Well, isn't that a mystery? You see a crime happening, but you don't do anything about it. And it was on it was on national television. You could see it with your own eyes. Huh. Look at these people with protest signs picketing outside of Justice Kavanaugh's house. I thought that was a crime. Well, gee, nobody got arrested, so I I I didn't prosecute. See? I I did everything right. Cruz disagreed. Imagine that. You spent twenty years as a judge. And you're perfectly content with justices being afraid for their children's lives. And you did nothing to prosecute it. He was never going to get a straight answer from Attorney General Garland. 
that was never going to be uh, in, in, in the playbook. No one from the Biden administration is going to give you a straight answer. We are still waiting to find out what FBI assets were used in the January 6th protests. Where's the information on the FBI rallying up a crowd? Where is the information of these these bombs, these pipe bombs that were supposedly planted outside of the DNC and RNC? See, the government is not beyond covering things up. Now, I'm no James Clary. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I wish I was. I'm not that smart. But, you know, there's an old saying in the Ozarks that if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And when you see time and time again cover-ups, misdirection, corruption, you, you can only draw one conclusion. That your government is not like Pat thought. You know, Pat Pat is, is under this this notion, this idea, I don't know where it comes from, that it's supposed to be the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. <laughs> oh, God. Such naivety. Don't you know that there's the government that controls us, that we are supposed to be for the government? To not question the government. Not get in the way of government. That's what our school children, our students are learning. And it's time to wake up. We got to take one more break. You are listening to The Nick Reed Show. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. And then I saw her face. a few short things uh before we 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 close up things uh, you need to to, kind of pay attention to uh many of you heard this week uh the supreme court united states heard argument over uh joe biden's free college money that's right we're handing out free stuff that's how we like to get votes. You know, we promise free stuff. You know, Republicans, we, we could learn a thing or two from the Democrats on uh, how, to, how, to, how to win votes. You know, just promise free things, you know, because everything is free. There's no cost. There's no, there's no consequences to it. There's no repercussions from it. I mean, there's, we just pull money out of our behind and we can just pay for things. One of President Biden's most ambitious proposals, a $400 billion, as with a B, program to forgive student loan debt for 40 million Americans could become the latest victim of a legal tug of war with the Supreme Court over the powers of the presidency. Conservative justices on the court single Tuesday that they are deeply skeptical that Mr. Biden has the power to wipe out such a vast amount of student debt. In oral, oral arguments, several justices said they believed a program that cost so much and affects so many people should have been more explicitly approved by Congress. And there's a notion. There's an idea. Uh, I, I can't do it. I, I can't change the uh, uh, the immigration policy. And then <laughs> when I can't pass through Congress, oh, uh, I did it. I did it. Oh, dreamers. 
It's happened now. It's real. Uh, it was not the first time the court has suggested that Mr. Biden overstepped his authority. Uh, but the case has the potential to curtail Mr. Biden's ambitions, uh, just as newly empowered Republicans in the House have vowed to block eight his move, uh, each, his, each and every move in Congress. Uh, during Mr. Biden's first two years in office, the court has blocked him from enacting key parts of his agenda, including sweeping measures to address climate change. Thank God. Vaccine requirements at large companies. You remember that? Remember that little speech about uh, he was going to affect OSHA and uh, say if you have a company of more than 100 employees, you are going to be mandated to take the clot shot. I mean, uh, the the COVID shot. Uh, and uh, boy, think how many lives have been saved by the Supreme Court stopping that move. And a ban on evictions during the pandemic. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. In each case, the court's conservative majority said the president needed clear congressional approval to pursue such major policies. You mean the president doesn't have overreaching powers? He's not like a king or monarch? That's weird. The court's decision on whether to block the student loan program as well, which is likely to come by summer, will have a vast impact on millions of borrowers who have struggled to pay back their loans. And it will set additional legal precedents, potentially defining new limits for presidential power, which is well overdue. You know, we have talked about that for a long time, that Congress, over the course of, a, of decades, if not century, have advocated many of their constitutional authorities to the executive branch, making the office of the presidency more and more powerful. Probably started way back with Roosevelt, not Franklin, but Teddy, uh, the progressive movement. So uh, congressmen like Burleson and, and others are fighting to take back those constitutional powers, authority uh, that Congress has, such as oversight, such as making rules. Uh, too many times the president can... Uh, issue an executive order and say, this is how things are going to be. And for whatever reason, that, that's just the way it's going to be. Nobody challenges it. And so that's why it's important uh, to get the right of folks in, in, in office in Congress uh, to, to make sure that our rights are being protected. Uh, example. What are some new regulations coming down that may affect gun owners? You looked into that? They can't win. When I say they, those on the left, Democrats, they can't win in the arena of influence with you guys, the public. They can't. They can't win an argument. They go by feels. They go by emotions. Um, facts don't matter to them. We saw that with our school board this Tuesday. The majority of the school board doesn't care about facts doesn't care about misrepresentation to small children. They require, they, all they concern about is their agenda. And make no mistake, the left has an agenda. They've had an agenda. We have said for years on our show, Saturday mornings, that the Democrats, the left, have always been one step ahead of us conservatives by infiltrating education early, early, early on. There is a reason why... Uh, Industries of higher education 
are, are, are such, I don't know, tools of the left. It's scary now to think about sending your child to college, to university. What type of indoctrination they're going to get. And hell, now we're, it's, it's here in our public schools. High school, middle school, elementary. Promoting men dress up as women to read to your small child. Folks, long as sort of the whole three hours is that the fight is not done. The challenge is not over. Uh, we have an election coming up on April 4th, uh, and it is the duty of, of, of me, of you, of all of us working together uh, to ensure that our children are going to be taken care of, that our children are going to get an education at school and not an indoctrination. That is what's on the line. Tuesday showed us your current school board, the majority, four of them, believe in indoctrination and not education. So please tune in each Saturday this month. We will be hitting it head on, having these candidates on, and get out and vote. Tell your neighbors to vote. Tell your family to vote. And stay safe out there, as always. Hey, been fun. Enjoyed being with each and every one of you. Uh, I've been reading your text messages. I appreciate the comments. Everybody, hope you have a fantastic weekend. Until next time, stay tuned.